You're listening to The Roki Podcast, a health and fitness resource for real people. We exist to share helpful, meaningful information and have a bit of fun along the way. So sit back, relax, and learn something new about pursuing a healthier and more capable life. Welcome back to the Roki Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, and we are coming to you previously recorded live from my upstairs studio. All jokes. All jokes. Um, Welcome, guys. How are you guys doing? Hopefully you're hanging in there, having a good morning or day or wherever you're at in life. Uh, We are slowly opening back up at the gym, which is very exciting, but also really scary because there's just so many different things to think about in terms of logistics and um, space and, you know, cleaning and just, you know, making sure that people are happy and feel comfortable being there, but then also just making sure that we're actually doing everything within our power to uh, to have a good space. And so, um, so that's fun and exciting. But today I wanted to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, this whole COVID-19 thing has put a spotlight on chronic disease uh, in a way that I feel like no one is really talking about enough, right? So we have, um, I don't know, like if you turn on the news or if you get on Twitter or wherever, however it is that you ingest information, you're hearing all, all types of stuff about the infection rate and, um, you know, how many people have died. The New York Times this weekend posted that the front page, the almost 100,000 names uh, and many bios of the people that whose lives have been claimed uh, by this disease, which is just absolutely incredible. 100,000 people um, that are no longer here that for the most part probably would have been right now, which is just insane. And so, but even in all of that, like however you're consuming this information, one of the things that we're seeing and hearing about is and this praise on the elderly or the African-American community is particularly being hit hard. Um, but what no one is really talking about is chronic disease. And so I've seen, I've seen a variety of statistics. Um, one is the lowest that I've seen is 85% of the hospitalizations caused by uh, COVID-19 are in people who have underlying health issues, right? This can be the chronic disease thing. It can be asthma. It can be, you know, uh, lung issues, smoking, um, those types of things. Uh, The highest I've seen is somewhere near 98%. So let's just say that reality is somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the 90% range so of the people who are um, being hospitalized with this virus, a huge chunk of them um, are there because of chronic disease. Now, here's what makes this even more just incredible to me, right? No one wants to talk about, well, I don't know if anyone wants to talk about it or not, but no one is talking about it. At least I don't feel like they're talking about it the way they should. 
And yet the crazy thing is, is that Burger King stays open and the gym is closed. Now, I, I think that the gym should have been closed to, to make that clear. But we are perpetuating the lifestyle um, that has gotten us into this situation with the chronic disease stuff. I'm not saying that COVID-19 um, would have been prevented in any way, shape, or form. And also, by the way, caveat, I am certainly not saying that not having chronic disease is going to somehow keep you from getting COVID-19 or is going to not make COVID-19 really, really awful and potentially deadly for you. I think that that is true. However, what is abundantly clear at this point is that if you have some sort of underlying health issue, uh, specifically, I want to talk about the underlying health issues that are chronic diseases, um, you are in COVID-19's bullseye. Um, You are the person that is in the most danger of this. And so what do we do about it? How does, why is this conversation happening? Uh, So a few years ago, I got into CrossFit and when I got into CrossFit, it was about losing some weight, looking good in a bathing suit, just generally being a healthier person. My wife and I were, we were, I don't know, two or three years into marriage. We were both overweight. We were living unhealthily. And we wanted to just do that. We found CrossFit. It worked really, really well. We lost a bunch of weight. And in that process, we ate what they told them, told us to eat. And in our minds, we're thinking, this is what you do because it makes you good at CrossFit and it helps you lose weight. What I didn't understand at the time that I understand now is that it was also about underlying health. It wasn't just about what you see. It was about the things that you couldn't see, heart health and lung health and bone density and When I go and get my blood work, what is it that the doctors are looking for? That's the kind of stuff that uh, this this diet is helping me uh, with and the exercise as well. So fun fact, I I had some issues with my heart, went to get a stress test. This was, I don't know, nine months into my CrossFit life. And the person who was doing the stress test was shocked that I was even in there having this type of study done because all of my stuff was coming back really, really good. Like my blood work looked excellent. Uh, the stress test was phenomenal. Everything was, was off the charts. Um, and I, I fully believe that that is because of CrossFit. I do not think that I was there before any of that happened. Uh, in fact, I'm almost positive that I wasn't there before any of that happened. So, um, so anyway, so fast forward, I get my level one the certification you need to be a CrossFit coach and open a CrossFit gym and all that. And, and at that level one, they start talking about chronic disease and nutrition. And at the time I, I kind of like listened, but didn't really pay too close of attention. Um, I was more concerned with how to teach people to squat and do CrossFit really well. Well, fast forward again, uh, I become a coach and enjoy the movement aspect of it, but there's this kind of nagging in the back of my head, this nagging reality of, Man, I know that nutrition and diet matters, but I don't know how to how to like convey that to the people that I work with. Okay, so fast forward some more. Now we're opening up our own gym, our own CrossFit gym, and I'm still confronted with this very real struggle of people love working out, they like to work hard, they like to sweat, they feel good about themselves, but you start telling them what to eat and they're like, nope, shut it down. They're not having any of it. 
Um, and so now it's time, I think, for, I don't know, I'm just, I can't continue to own a CrossFit gym and to help people work out without telling them, um, hey, like your your diet is killing you. Like there's, I can't even begin to count the number of people that have come into our gym that have worked out and not lost any weight because they're drinking six Cokes a day. And they wonder, man, this CrossFit thing doesn't work. Well, no, you're not doing it. Like you're coming in and you're working out, but that's not CrossFit. It's it's working out and eating a certain way. That's really what makes CrossFit CrossFit. So I guess it's two years ago now. So 2018 into 2019, CrossFit does this like 180 overnight. Like January 1st, 2019, everyone wakes up and CrossFit.com, the main site, is completely different. They've done all these different things to what are called the CrossFit Games, which is this, if you've ever seen CrossFit but you've never done CrossFit, it's probably what you've seen. It's the thing that's on TV where the people are doing all the crazy stuff with the crazy weights. And so CrossFit is just going, nope, we're done with that. Like, we're not doing that anymore. Um, We'll still do the CrossFit Games, which is this one weekend a year thing. Um, And we'll do this, uh, this thing called the Open, which is this kind of worldwide celebration of fitness. But we're not handling all of the the competitions in between and all that. Like people are missing the point. They think this is about a sport and this is really about chronic disease. And everyone freaks out. Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, you're ruining CrossFit!" Blah blah blah. And the owner of CrossFit is coming out and he's saying, "This is this is a year and a half ago now, I guess." He's coming out and saying, "No, you guys are missing the point. CrossFit is not about." Um, who can be the best worker outer in the world. Like that's fun and that's fine, but CrossFit is about changing people's lives. And he has this really famous uh, video where he makes this statement that more CrossFit gyms have helped people lose 100 pounds than have sent athletes to the CrossFit Games. And he said, and that's what we need to be talking about. That's what we need to be celebrating because people's lives are genuinely being saved. People's lives are genuinely being changed by these CrossFit gyms. And yet all people want to look at and talk about is one rep maxes and Fran times and going to regionals or going to the games, right? Um, Okay, so all of this is kind of happening. And then all of a sudden, uh, the coronavirus happens, COVID-19. And now (laughs) the owner of CrossFit is like, I freaking told you guys, I've been telling you guys, I've been saying this for 20 years, da-da-da-da-da. And so what we're seeing with um, the coronavirus, now, okay, again, caveat, everything I'm about to say is me as a as a bystander, as a layperson, um, I could be wrong about some of this, I, but I, I don't think I am. Um, I'm not pulling this out of my rear end. This is not something I found on YouTube, and no offense that if that's where you get your news from, but... The reality is, is that what made the or what makes the coronavirus so deadly is that it takes your underlying health conditions and it basically just pours gasoline on that smoldering fire. Like whatever's going on with you, it's going to go after that. Whatever weakness you have in your immune system or in your lungs or in your heart, it is there for it and it's going to full on uh, accelerate that. And so you have people that have been on, you know, been struggling with diabetes for years and years and years that know that someday because of this, they're going to die, that are dying in a matter of weeks. 
we have people with with heart issues that know ah someday because of this i'm gonna die but they're dying in a matter of weeks and so okay what does this have to do with crossfit roki well i don't personally know anyone who's been um who, who's become a victim of this who has uh, died from this i do personally know at least one person who was hospitalized and, and in really rough shape from this. Uh, and I'm sure some of you do as well. So what I, what I want to do as a gym is I want to save, I freaking want to save people's lives because if this thing comes around again in the fall, like many experts are predicting that it will, it's we're going to be back in the same boat. And, and my fear is this. No one is going to shut the world down again. Uh, people are way too greedy. Um, they're way too cavalier. They're way too worried about, you know, what affects them and not everybody else. And I get it. Like, there are lots of reasons to say that that sucks and that's terrible and people are awful or whatever. That's the reality. Like, I just don't see the Governor Abbott going, you know what? Never mind. I was wrong. Let's shut it back down. I think whatever happens... Come hell or high water, they're reopening and they're going to stay open for ever. I don't know. Maybe, again, maybe I'm wrong with that. Okay, so that gives us, let's say that this spikes again in October or November, which is kind of around where they're predicting that resurgence of this. That gives you June, July, August, September, and then maybe part of October. That gives you five months to get fit. And I don't mean get fit and get swollen and look good in a bathing suit fit. I mean get healthy. It gives you five months to get your, you go get a physical, get your blood work drawn, and then five months, you've got five months to improve that. You've got five months to get healthier and get better and get more capable. Um, you've got five months to become less killable and damn it, if a freaking milkshake is just, you know, too hard to put down, um, let me figure out a way to help you. Like, I, I don't know, I don't know what else to do. Like, we have people that are in, are on the verge of like really, really, really nasty health issues that now this virus is making uh, an acute issue. This isn't, hey, in 10 years, you're going to be unhealthy. This is, hey, if you're unhealthy now, that's really, really bad news if this if the poop hits the fan on this thing. And so you've got five months to get right. You've got five months to get healthy, and I want you to do it. So uh, whoever you are, whatever you're doing, that there are three simple things that I'm asking people to do, whether you ever become a part of CrossFit Roki or not. And you know what? If I'm wrong about any of this and the coronavirus stuff doesn't come back to Houston ever again, you will still be healthier and happier and have a longer life because of these three things. So here, here they are. We want to eat right, we want to work out, and we want to sleep. Those are the three things that are going to move the needle the most in our health and wellness. And really the order is actually probably eat right, sleep, and then work out. Everyone tends to put working out at the front, which I'm okay with. I own a gym. But if you're working out and you're not eating right, you can look healthy and not actually be healthy. Like, go get your blood work and you're a hot mess. But you got six back, right? Um, so working out ain't enough. Sorry. I know that, that sucks. Conversely, nutrition will get you uh, 
uh, I like the saying, there's a, there's a guy that I like a lot as, and I think he's actually stealing this from Greg Glassman, who is the, the guy who started CrossFit, but nutrition will get you to the 90 yard line. Like nutrition will get you the majority of the way there on where you want to be in, in terms of your health and wellness. And so what does nutrition need to look like? We, we've put a ton of stuff out there, but essentially nutrition is this. You want to eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, a little bit of starch, and no freaking sugar, and don't eat too much. That's it. So what does that mean? It means that when you sit down and you eat, you should have mostly vegetables on your plate, some meat, maybe a little bit of starch, maybe a little bit of fruit, um, but there should not be anything on there that is what we would call processed carbohydrates. So we're thinking about, you know, the obvious things, milkshakes and uh, jelly and, gosh, I don't know, chocolate milk, orange juice, Right, things that have, just have a ton of sugar content, sweet tea, Coca-Cola. Uh, but then we want to put the good stuff in. So we don't just want to take the bad stuff out. We also want to put the good stuff in. And so the more we can put the good stuff in, the, the faster we're going to get to where we want to go. And like the further you are to unhealthy, the further you are to chronic disease, the more drastic of measures you're going to have to take to improve that. And again, this is what's going to move the needle the most. Uh, we've got a ton of other stuff out there on this. You can go back and listen to a lot of this. Uh, really, I would say go to the Digital Barbell interview that we did um, a few months ago. That one's great. Go to their website. Check them out. We've also got some blogs up on nutrition. You can go find that on our website, ropey.com. But nutrition's big. I, keep it simple. Eat real foods. Don't eat too much. Avoid sugar. Um, and you'll be in pretty decent shape. Don't make it complicated. Um, sleeping. You need to sleep seven to eight hours a night. And I realize that there are going to be things that, that keep you from doing that. I understand. But if things are keeping you from doing that every single night, like you genuinely have a choice to make. Like you need to change some things so that you can get some sleep or you just need to be okay with being chronically ill um, and ruining your health. Like the, those are the options. And I realize that this, this is not a drastic thing. It's not like if you sleep three hours, you're going to die the next day. Um, this is a slow thing that slowly tears away at you. And that's the crazy, creepy thing about it is you, you're damaging yourself just a little bit at a time and, uh, and you're just stealing years off of the end of your life, which is right. This bad for you, but it's also really bad for your family and your loved ones. And so do your best to get some sleep. Now there are things that are out of your control on that, but there are plenty of things that are in your control. Turn off the TV and go to bed. Um, Put whatever it is, the thing that you have just have to do, put it away until tomorrow and go to bed. Like find ways to create that space. Um, and then on those nights where you have stuff that's going to keep you up, then okay, fine. Your majority of the time you're doing what you need to do. And then lastly, we talk about working out. You need to work out. Uh, not all working out is created equal. However, working out is better than not working out. What do I recommend? Well, gee, what do you think? I recommend um, CrossFit, and all CrossFit is is high-intensity workouts, right? If you've ever done any type of high-intensity workout, then you're doing CrossFit. It's so funny to see all of these places, um, Orange Theory, F45, these Barry's Boot Camp, like all they're doing is CrossFit, but they don't call it CrossFit. If you're doing anything fast and getting your heart rate up, and you're doing it 
with with multiple modalities. In other words, you're not just doing sprints. Then you are doing uh, you're doing CrossFit. But anyways, doesn't matter what you call it. What matters is that you do it. Um, high intensity functional movements. Vary it up. Keep it keep it different. Um, and you'll be in in decent shape. The more you can vary it, the better you'll be because then your body will just have these constant different stimuli that it will have to adapt to. So that's that. All right, we wanna help you out with this, so please don't be a stranger. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, go to our website. Uh, You can shoot me an email, brandon at roki.com. If you've got questions or need help, let us know. We're gonna start another round of nutrition coaching here in about a week or so, June 1st will be our first go of it. So if you need some help with this stuff, we're going to have basically two different phases. Phase one, or phases, two different tiers. Tier one is going to be those that want to make healthier food choices, uh, but don't really care about, um, you know, super intense measuring and weighing and all that kind of stuff. Tier two is for those who want to get really serious about actually losing weight you're going to weigh and measure your food, but we're also going to help you out with the uh, the quality of the food you're eating as well. So if you're interested in either of those tracks, um, shoot us a message and we'll get you set up squared away. All right, guys, I'm done rambling. Hopefully you guys have a wonderful day and uh, send us a message, show us some love, and we will see you in the gym.